0: MLM Nation, episode 24.
1: You know, mediocre average action just doesn't get paid. It doesn't move people. It doesn't, you know, it might get the odd sign-up, but it's certainly not going to create a movement, a team, a rally. So for me, it's go all out. You know, you've got to go big. You've got to go certain. You've got to build your confidence to be able to go certain. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing what mirror effect that can have if, if you're well-prepared and well-trained well and, um, and you do go big. So, yeah, that, that's my philosophy.
0: If you want to be successful, you just have
1: to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners.
0: MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm really excited to bring a special guest today, a mate from Down Under in Australia. His name is Dave Nelson. Dave, are you ready to make it happen? I am. You <laughs> know, Dave is amazing. He's such a super Gen Y leader. Between the ages of 18 to 23 years old, Dave was already fired from 13 different backgrounds. His last job was working on a cruise ship. And before you think it was such an awesome job, it was actually one of the worst jobs in terms of low pay and long hours. He's working the long hours so other people could have a good time there. But fortunately, believe it or not, he was actually introduced to MLM by a team who was on the cruise ship for a holiday. Dave grew really quickly. He joined and brought a US based MLM and helped it launch in Australia. And in just three short years, he's made over a million dollars in commissions. Dave is also a feature writer in several business magazines and recently wrote an excellent book called The New Era of Network Marketing, which I've read and I highly recommend. Dave currently lives out in the Gold Coast, Australia, has a Ferrari, and loves to work out, read, eat out, and travel. So Dave, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, so please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing.
1: Yeah, well, um, sort of as you touched on, I'd been through 13 different careers coming out of high school, you know, I wanted to be successful, I wanted to... I didn't think I could ever be rich but I wanted to live a good life and you know I went to all the what were said to be the high paying jobs and trying to sell real estate and do different sales jobs. I did building construction, um, ended up in fitness just trying to do everything and anything to find my way in the world and and live a good life but um, yeah no matter what I tried it was sort of that same end result of um, always working for the paycheck, living paycheck to paycheck and working for someone else long hours and not really having any freedom and um I basically said that's enough, I've, uh, this, this Western world wasn't cut out for me and uh, this system isn't something I want to be part of so I went and lived on a cruise ship and um, that was sort of my escape from reality I guess and um, yeah but that, that was even worse because when you work on a cruise ship, you lose a lot of your uh, workers' rights so you, know, you get worked long hours, low pay um, but uh, fortunately that, uh, that experience was where I was introduced to network marketing properly. Um, and yeah, I, I was, I, I knew of network marketing in the sense I'd seen people do, you know, sell everything. Like we we, one of my best friend's parents, they sold everything, you know, so I knew about network marketing, but they tried, they they were like network product to product to product to product and they never really made a lot of money. So I didn't take it too seriously when I got started. I just really liked the product. Um, and then yeah, started to find a little bit more, went to a company conference and as so many do, they, they really get it. When they go to a conference, and that was me, and that's when I really um, thought, "Hey, I better give this thing a red hot crack, and um, this could be my golden ticket," you know, in, into the the life I was wanting to live.
0: So, um, you went to the conference before you joined, or was it uh, immediately after you joined?
1: It was just after, but you know, that first month, I didn't really do anything. I was, you know, like a very very low commitment level rep, very lazy, didn't really take any action. Um, so I don't know, it must have been maybe one or two months into my business and then I got, I got convinced to go to a conference. Um, I think I was there more for the free holiday rather than the uh, the conference, but um, that conference, you know, blew me away and, you know, to see what was possible in this industry and um, I got pretty excited and that, that's when I really decided, I guess.
0: Right, that's why events are so important. It's like, I know you're a great leader and that's built into your culture. You have to get your people to events because if you never went to that event, who knew what would happen? happened? You still might be at your 14th or 15th or 21st job <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'd be a customer, I think. <laughs>
0: now, what made a difference? Why did you join on the, while you are on the cruise ship? And how come you didn't join your friend whose family was doing those products? What was different difference this time?
1: There, there wasn't oh, – well, I like the product of this one. So, originally, it was just the product. Um, so, yeah, and it, it wasn't until I decided. So, two real things. I obviously went to the conference. Um, And then from the conference, I was introduced to a book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind which Mm. is not a network marketing book but uh, that book completely changed my life because it it said in the book basically, everything you have in your life today is actually a byproduct of what's happened in your mindset and you've created it. And for whatever reason at that moment, I sort of realized that was true and I was like, my God, I I really, that was the first time I took responsibility for my life and I was like, wow. I have the power to change it. So it was kind of a scary thought, but it was kind of exciting at the same time because I'm like, if I can just figure out this whole mindset thing, I can actually do all right, you know, and, and make some money and do well. So th- those sort of two things. I liked the or three. I liked the product, went to the conference, read that book. And yeah, from there on, I become, for the first time in my life, I was um, hardworking because I'd always been very, very lazy by nature.
0: I see. You know, MLM Nation. that was such an awesome sharing by Dave. That's um Leadership lesson right there. If you if you want to find the next Dave Nelsons your downline, Dave just talked about it. Get them to events. You know, the events wake people up and get them on personal development. And the book that Dave talked about, T. Harvecker, Secrets to the Million and Mind, is awesome. Just like the mindset. Uh, because everything that you have right now is a result of the way you think. So what do you do, Dave, to keep yourself focused on having the million dollar mindset? Do, that million-dollar mindset? does helped you have... Be, help you achieve that success
1: yeah well I, I do emerge myself in a lot of positive reading you know i'm always reading different business um websites or following you know other leaders on network marketing but also i'm fairly selective on who i spend my time with as well i, I generally even my friends that don't do network marketing they're still driven so I, i've just really emerged myself in driven positive people that are you know Wanting to do more, be more, and, and I think that has a big effect on, on me. So I'm just always in a fairly good mindset, fairly good environment, and um, I, I think that's a big factor where so many people come into this business, but they're, you know, they're still watching TV, listening to the radio, and and still, you know, conversing in meaningless conversations down at the local bar or pub, where you know I've been able to separate myself from that, and I, I think it definitely helps.
0: Yeah, you brought up a, a very good point there um, that you spend time with the people who are driven, motivated. Because we all know the five people you spend the most time with, that's what you end up with. And But I like the fact that you said that you spend time with people, even if they're not in network marketing, they're driven and motivated because they pull you, they motivate you. And I don't know if you agree with this or not. I, I'd rather spend time with someone who's not in network marketing but driven than a network marketing distributors who don't do much.
1: <laughs> absolutely right
0: and i see actually a lot of people that motivated, and they, they do a lot of stuff with the team but most of the time the teams are not doing much and yep. so you got to really sometimes one of my mentors that helped me get going never bought any of my products never bought he, he joined my business but he supported me and this guy was worth over 100 million dollars right and that oh, wow. just motivated me when i first started and i remember dave he just shared with me you know, he said simon i'm not going to buy your products i'm not going to join but whatever you do don't quit because i support you because the fact that you you're going out there, even though you're making only $100, $200 a week, you are doing it's something that I respect. You're doing something, you know, you're not settling for a nine to five job like everyone else. So I just wish, it took me a little later in life. I didn't realize that as young as you though, Dave, in terms <laughs> of, because uh, you are like, you just turned 27, you said? Yes. That's so awesome. So I know, before I talk about how quickly you became successful, it was really impressive, a million dollars in less than three years. But take us back to the journey where it was one of your most challenging and frustrating moments. Was there a time where you wanted to quit? You said, this thing sucks, but somehow you kept going. And then what was the lessons that you learned during that trial?
1: Yeah, well, my first three months was horrible. You know, my first three months, I just couldn't get anyone across the line. Lots of maybes, no's, I'll think about it, um, which is obviously what most of us go through. And it's super frustrating. and. You know, I didn't really think about quitting because I had nothing else. Um, I knew if I went back to a job, you know, it was the I'd already failed 13 times, so I'd sort of learnt my lesson there. Um, So I was more like the mindset of it was like a video game, and I knew people had got to level 10, and I was stuck on level one. So I was just like, I got to figure this out. Um, So I just got. But what really changed was I got my confidence. I did enough reading, I listened to enough audios, I watched enough people, where I finally had sort of I was just very confident in my pitch and the way I approached it and. You know, I had had a few one-liners to just help me project that confidence, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, when when I started going a little bit harder, a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more certain, it's amazing that now that the mirror was, the responses were a lot more assertive and straight in, and not thinking about it as well. So, I guess the short answer is just just really practice. Found my sort of found my sort of touch. Um, you know, for lack of better words. Hmm.
0: What would be one of the the biggest aha moment you had during this was it during that time getting that touch? Can you elaborate a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely realizing that you know generally the responses you get are a mirror of what you're projecting. So if you're getting a lot of people that are like maybe or I'll think about or I'll wait to see how you go, it's probably a good sign there that your approach is quite hesitant, wish washy you know, lacking certainty. So I think it's Tony Robbins' quote. You know, he who is most certain influences the other person every time. Um, so I think that was a big aha moment where I really realized sometimes going it's like sort of sports, you know. If you go aggressive and you're certain and you go hard, you come out on top. Where if you hesitate in sports, and I'm a sports guy, you know, normally you know you, you, you hesitate in the NFL and you're going to get crunched. It's kind of like that in business. I feel as well. If you're sort of umming and aring and you're timid, you know, it's tough. It, it makes it even harder on yourself. I think.
0: Definitely, definitely. What do you do to? Build that confidence. So like, if you're training a new distributor, he, he, they're hungry, but you yeah. know they have a confidence, a weakness of confidence. How would you train them to help them build that confidence?
1: Yeah, I just practice. Like, I would when I started, I would do laps of my backyard, role playing by myself. Because, because I, I was um, my upline was in America and I was in Australia, so I, you know, role playing and training wasn't always available. So I just, you know, was somewhat self-taught in the sense I would just yeah do l- laps of the backyard and practice my approaches when I when I first started speaking you know I'd practice you know my story my intro every single section of it you know where today obviously I I, you know it comes quite fluently and I've done it so many times I don't really need to practice to the same degree but you know what that what does Michael Jordan say preparation kills all fear
0: that is so awesome and your upline was in the US so how did you communicate through Skype or what
1: did you do yeah, Skype and um, what is it? Go to meeting. I think we used a lot back then as well.
0: That's awesome. So p- those of you who are listening who have an upline, they're close by. You have no excuse because Dave had no local upline. All the support was uh, through online. So what happened if you had a prospect? You just bring people online to prospect. How how did that yeah, work?
1: Yeah, well, a bit of both. Like I would do a lot of them myself. Um, and then if I did do one myself, the next exposure, I'd make sure, you know, I'd try and um, get get my upline on a. He'd he'd be up at you know five five four or five a.m. which was our evening and um, try and jump on for a quick ten minute intro at our you know house presentation. So that was quite common um, in the way we did the business.
0: Awesome. Now sh- let's share
1: another story. Take us to the moment that you consider
0: to be your proudest moment in MLM.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, it's a funny one because I'm always setting such big goals that I always feel um, like I'm never achieving what I really want. But um, probably, probably late last year, we we ran our, you know, probably a 1,300, 1,400 person event in Australia. Um, we had the founder out who was one of my, you know, inspirations and idols. And then I also, we brought um, from another industry in the fitness industry, one of my idols, Greg Plitt, who actually recently passed away. Um, so we brought him out and then I had, you know, 1,300 of my teammates all in the one room. So that that was definitely probably the uh, you know, look. I think I'll look back on my career and life and go. That was one of the the great weekends. So I'd say probably that today. Um, that was just a for me. That was a special moment for so many reasons. We'd had such a good year. It was a bit of a celebration, and to have you know so many of the most influential people in my life all in the one you know venue. Um, on the one one weekend was was pretty special. So I'd probably say that.
0: Hmm. I think it's a really amazing feeling when you know that you've created something from nothing. Like when you joined, you brought the company to Australia, right? And you were like the only one, like you said, you had no upline. Your upline was in the US, no local Australian upline. So to create something from nothing and all of a sudden you have 1,300, 1,400 people, that
1: must have been a really awesome feeling. Yeah, looking back it was, but at the time, obviously I was probably wanting more. But, um, you know, I think (laughs) you you always fall into that trap of of wanting more than what you have. So, um, you know, I guess – Uh, You know, I I do probably need to uh, sit back and uh, appreciate or or look back at some of the the good moments to and not be too uh, too hard on on myself. But also, that's probably a strength as well. So it's a two edged sword.
0: Yeah, but if you if you weren't too hard on yourself, you wouldn't be where you are today, right? Yeah, true. (laughs) What's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing right now?
1: Um, a couple of things. I think the amount of good people endorsing the industry right now is just—it's phenomenal. You know how many good—you know—from Forbes magazine to you know your Trump and Kiyosaki's. You've got Buffett investing in companies. Um, just more and more good people are endorsing it, and I think there's more and more social proof that you know because of social media, it's out there. People can see the success available. Um, and also I think, um, you know, not, not to celebrate another industry's, um, misfortune, but you know, the job market and what's happening, you know, in the world, you know, jobs are going to robots overseas, manufacturing overseas, hiring, you know, a lot of people, you know, all those factors are actually really strengthening network marketing right now. So I think it's, uh, you know, a lot of the experts say it as well, but I really think we're heading into a, into a gold rush of the industry. And it's a lot of the things that maybe people didn't like about network marketing have been cleaned up and, uh, I think it's an exciting five, ten plus years ahead for our uh, people in the industry. Since you're so young,
0: I have to ask a couple of questions about Gen Y and sure. talking to the younger generation. Do you feel that the Gen Y's are more open to network marketing than the older generation? Because they've seen yeah. their parents, you know, kind of fail in that journey. They you know, going for that dream
1: of getting the job and
0: retire and realizing that that would never happen. Do you think gen Y's are more open?
1: No doubt, I think they're. Um, you know, the advantage of Gen Y is they're a little bit more rebellious. Yes, they've seen their parents' plan didn't work. Um, you know, they probably haven't had the thousand network marketing pitches like maybe our parents have, um, so that helps as well. But the downside to Gen Y is possibly that they are, uh, you know, want that immediate gratification. They struggle to focus for too long because we're in such a, an age where we presented with so many distractions. So. You know, there's a two-edged sword with everything. You know, there's a positive, negative. So, but yeah, there's some definite advantages um, in building a team in, in that in that generation for sure.
0: I know you talk about in the book the new era of network marketing, and I really, I really, Emile Nation. If you ever, haven't read it, definitely go get it. The new era of network marketing, and you talked about things have changed, right? There's yeah. a lot of the old doesn't work anymore. And so, one of the things you talked about uh, about Gen Y is they're rebellious, they kind of they get distracted. What are some of the things, and I've read the book, but for those who haven't, what are some things that you do to keep their attention, to keep mm-hmm. them motivated and, you know, before they get distracted with something else?
1: Yeah, I think just a lot of the basics, you know, like really, um, you've got to run a tight system these days. If you do not have a system that's really got weekly, daily, monthly actions, they're going to get distracted. So you just, once you're aware of it, you can sort of create a plan to prevent it. So for me, system is huge, getting them immersed in, in the right information, self-development, making it a habit is a big one. Um, and also daily communication is actually easier than ever before, you know, like different apps like WhatsApp just makes it really easy to make daily, con- you know, communication with your team without having to set up a meeting. And that's powerful in itself because, you know, the, if you're touching base on a quick WhatsApp message or voice recording, you know, five, six times a day, you know, they're, they're keeping close to that fire as, as sort of Darren Hardy talks about if, you, if you've you read some of his stuff. So, I think um, some, just some of the basics, but yeah, just being strict on you know a tight system and, and that using social media to, to keep them focused and keep, keep the, this business on their mind daily.
0: Hmm. Uh, another question is ML Nation listeners often ask that, because they know the power of Gen Y, right? This gen, generation, yeah. they're more open, but they don't know what to do. And especially with someone who is like older, but they want it to tap in the Gen Y market, what would you recommend for them to do?
1: Um well if if you're someone older i guess you can just leverage off the stories of of young people heading he, heading into the industry and and there's a lot more young guys and girls having success you know in Australia i know a lot of our competitor companies are having some phenomenal success with young people so i think just leveraging off off the stories is is a big thing and and s- showing the the gen- younger generation that they can really be first they can pioneer that you know this that whatever company they're with in that generation i guess that that power of being able to leverage off the the pioneering you know pitch i guess is super powerful as well so i think just maybe a combo of both of both of both of those things would be quite effective
0: Hmm. thank you for sharing that uh dave as we wrap up to the second part of the show some really quick questions for you okay what is one success quote that has motivated you throughout the past
1: well, my, my, I thought about this a lot and I didn't want to come out with the cliche, you know, follow your dreams or, um, you know, <laughs> have a big why and the house will figure out themselves. So, I, my, the one that's really um, helps me stay stable in this business is Jim Rowan and he says, turn that frustration into fascination and just say, isn't that interesting? <laughs> and I, I think I must say that at least four or five times a day and, and it's it great because it is such an emotional game. It is tough. Business is tough and... You know, that, 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 that really just stuck with me. And every time, you know, something happens in my business that maybe would make someone else get emotional and get down and in the dumps, you know, I sort of just laugh and say, hmm, fascinating or isn't that interesting. So I'd say that quote has had the biggest positive effect on my business because it, uh, it keeps me sane and, and emotionally stable.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's because business, <laughs> like you said, is tough and you never know what's going to happen. It's up and down. And it's about yeah. handling your emotions. So it's turning frustration to fascination. Isn't that yeah. interesting? I love yeah. that. Really good. Hey, um, talk a little bit about your book. I you mean, know, because um, what motivates you to write that book, and what's your vision and purpose behind it? Because it's,
1: it's really good. Yeah, well, I think um, you know, there's so many great books out there in network marketing already. But if you look at it, they're generally written by people in the the baby boomer generation, a little bit older. So I guess. I just saw an opportunity where no one. It, there's been a lot of successful people my age in this industry, like n- no doubt, but no one had gone out and, and written a book and, and sort of, you know, paid the way for other people in in Gen Y to follow. So I thought, um, you know, if I can be that person and I can be that uh, inspiration or that motivation or that that story that people go, wow, if he can do it, so can I. Um, I could really help you know my not an, and obviously myself as well I'm, I'm, I'm uh obviously get a personal benefit of it helps my brand and whatnot but also you know I did want to make an impact in the industry network marketing something I'm super passionate about and um want to help in any way I possibly can and if uh my story puts a you know positive on someone else and helps them uh, achieve some success or you know, some belief in themselves at their age and shows someone that hey I don't need to be 40 to to, to do well, then, um, you know, it's been worthwhile and it, it's had a positive effect on on the universe. Yes, because
0: ML Nation, you should definitely check out the book and also Dave Nelson's Online Branding. You do a very good job in branding yourself and I think, like you said, most of the books out there, there's, there's a lot of excellent books, but I haven't seen any decent MLM book written by someone your age, Gen Y, mm. so you definitely get a fresh perspective from it. And, uh, and when I say good book, it's not like those 99 cents Kindle books that anyone can put up. This is ML Nation. This is a real book that teaches you how to invite the leadership, the culture. Uh, very, very good stuff. Definitely, go, you can go to the show notes. Go to mlnation.net. Search uh, Dave or Nelson in the search bar, and the link for the book will be right there. Now, Dave, what is one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: um I, i've just i've got a just got a good routine in the morning you know where i know you know got a good health regime where i listen to sort of music i go through my affirmations um have a good health drink you know sort of vitalize the body and um that just sets me up for a good day you know so it's something i started doing very early on and um have duplicated in the team so yeah i sort of call it my daily mastery i guess and um you know, I think how you start the day often has such an, a big effect on, if not the whole day, at least the first four or five hours of the day. So, and the good thing about that is it's a good little reset. So, if I'm having a bad day um, and it's one o'clock in the afternoon, I'll go back to that. I'll, uh, you know, I'll go through my affirmations. I'll listen to some positive stuff and have it on and, um, you know, and, and reset. So, it's a good little uh, it's a good little habit, I think, or ritual, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I, I really love that. So,
0: you reset it during the middle of the day if you're having a bad day.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's and good. and I probably don't I don't tell everyone this, but I also if if because I work from home obviously now, you know, I'll definitely if I'm having if I'm in a really bad mood, I'll I'll have a 20, 15, 20 minute nap. Hmm. Um, it's amazing what that can do. Just refresh the mind and give it a rest, because on most entrepreneurs actually brain burn their brain out from overthinking and uh, you know scatter brains. So I often do that. That has a positive effect as well. So there's a few techniques I do to to try and get myself out of any uh rot or, or negativity or feeling sorry for myself or sad or whatever
0: yeah the nap is awesome i'm a big fan of the nap people think naps are a uh, battle lazy but yeah. naps actually <laughs> you work you it's not about working more it's working smarter more productive exactly. and yeah. sometimes you're so frustrated you take a nap you come back and all of a sudden the answer is right there right mm-hmm. and yeah. it's about the motions too you may because when we're tired you be, we become yeah. tend to be cranky you get frustrated get a good nap come back it's a totally different game and yep. I like the fact you said you train your team. You get the culture of the morning routine with your organization. Is that what you said before?
1: Yeah. Well, well, obviously not everyone um, is proactive enough to follow it. But right. I, I know a lot of the guys, you know, do do it religiously, and um, you know, seem to get a good result from it.
0: That's uh, so awesome because I'm a huge uh, morning routine person. I my morning routine takes about 45 minutes, and I know that makes a huge, huge difference. Like I'd rather give up sleep to get that morning routine mm-hmm. down. But yeah. you're one of the first leaders I've heard that says that you actually teach that to your core leaders and that explains why you're growing so fast. It's really good. Now, Dave, what's uh, the best piece of advice you ever got?
1: Um, I, I think, um, well, one thing that I've really learned from experience from is that uh, nothing fails like success. And I think um, when we're successful, we start to get a little bit lazy. We start to stop doing all the things we got success, you know, to get us to that success. And, um, and often the success dries up. And I guess that's a two-part quote because I think Darren Hardy also says um, success isn't owned, it's rented. And that rent is due every day. So that's probably the best piece of advice for more an experienced network marketer um, that I've got um, which, which I see every day, you know, it's still, no matter how much you warn some people too, they, they still fall into it even when they are aware of it. Sometimes, as you know, you know, people have to experience it for themselves before they'll believe it. Um, so yeah, I I think that's the best advice, uh, business advice I've got.
0: Do you have a favorite prospecting tool that you use like a newsletter or use go to meeting webinars or online videos? What do you use?
1: I really do. Uh, I would love to give one answer but I re- we really do use everything. We use different if it's the right person, the right article, videos, a webinar presentation. Um, we've got company YouTube clips. We really do use it all. Um, just depends on the person and I try not to send one tool to everyone. I like to try and um, get people thinking a little bit more like, hey, what would be of interest to that person? What's going to click what, what should I send that person that will hit their hot buttons um, and tailor it a little bit more, which maybe loses the duplication a little bit. But I also think it's got its advantages as well. So I, I really use as, as broad a uh, variants of tools as I can.
0: Awesome. Now, do you have a favorite app or resource? Like I think you mentioned WhatsApp before or mm. things that you could recommend to our listeners.
1: Yeah, well, WhatsApp's my best friend because I, I pretty much can be a twenty four not maybe not twenty four hour but you know fifteen hour a day support hotline to the team where they can just drop me a voice note. I don't have to set up a phone call or meeting time, and they can just record you know an update or a couple of questions. And when I'm just out of a meeting, I can just record it back. So I find that is super efficient for my team. And you can create group chats and send a message to you know five, ten, fifteen, twenty people of a certain group at one time. So. That's my best friend. Um, So yeah, that's a fantastic app.
0: Aside from your book, The New Era of Network Marketing, what's one book uh, you could recommend to ML Nation?
1: Well, I'm not necessarily saying it's the best book, but the first book I read on the industry was Jim Rowan, Building Your Network Marketing Business. And I think it comes in audio book as well. Um, You know, And and that was in my favorite quotes in that too. So I think there's just so many um, timeless truths and philosophies and mindset lessons in that. In that book, that um, yeah, I, I couldn't recommend it more highly. So I, I definitely say that's been the most impactful for me.
0: At ML Nation, I know you love audio because you're listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you haven't read it, you can get an amazing free audiobook like Building Your Network Marketing Business by Jim Rome for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. So, Dave, here's the million dollar question. Ready? Yes. Before we go to the million dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the train, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here's some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Okay, not all prospects are the same, they're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that'll help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that helped me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections, so you'll listen to your presentations. You know an MLM objection: how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're gonna discover, you're gonna learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close, so you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script why it's a six-figure close because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal, and I used that six-figure close and he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, Sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. It's three different days, at four different times, so, they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question so the million dollar question is imagine you were forced to start all over again and you knew no one but you had all your current knowledge skills and wisdom what's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch
1: yeah well phil first things first you want to find your your inner circle you know your five people that want to go all out with you um want to make it big so you know if you've still got a warm market to contact I don't know if that's allowed in this question but No um, no no no
0: warm, no warm market, market no one okay. you're like an, yeah. you went to a different planet but they speak English cool. you knew yeah. no one
1: Yeah okay so I would um I would use cold contacting on Facebook and make sure my brand on social media is clean and attractive and it's got good posts so when I contact someone and say you know hey you know Followed your post and we have got some mutual friends. Um, what is it exactly you do? And when I start building a bit of rapport and they check me out, you know, they can see someone that's successful or someone that they're interested in listening to or potentially doing business with. And, um, you, know, uh, you know, it's obviously a, you're not going to get a high ratio doing cold market on Facebook, but I, I did do that when I started to an extent. I would also start a business page um, and start building some content. And what you can do with a Facebook business page is you can pay for ads and you know start promoting what you do and you know I've I've been able to recruit some people through through that platform and just posting some some videos on a you know free boot camp on how to uh you know how to build an online business or whatever it may be and just get people interested in contacting me and build rapport and and then from there you know get on the phone and build a connection with the person and um And then, yeah, start the presentation process and try and find those five people and just do whatever it takes, you know, whether it's the direct cold invite, running ads, um, building your Facebook brand and trying to get some people to, you know, to find that attraction marketing. They're probably the three things that I would do if I started again.
0: As we wrap up, Dave, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you?
1: Last piece of advice, um, I think probably the I did a video recently on my Facebook page, so probably my Facebook page is the best way to contact me if you just type in uh, Facebook dot com forward slash official Dave Nelson. But um, is you've got to take massive action, you've got to take enthusiastic big action because these days you know mediac mediocre average action just doesn't get paid, it doesn't move people, it doesn't you know it might get the odd sign up, but it's certainly not going to create a movement, a team, a rally. So for me, it's go all out. You know, you've got to go big. You've got to go certain. You've got to build your confidence to be able to go certain. And uh, yeah, it's it's amazing what mirror effect that can have if if you're well prepared and well well trained and um and you do go big. So yeah, that, that's my philosophy because. You know, just uh, uh, you know, if you go through the motions, it's just like that's what you get as a mirror. You get people going through the motions as well. So, yeah, that that's my sort of uh, number one tip. Or, um, and I guess the other place you can contact me is uh, Dave Nelson
0: Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Dave Nelson. So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net and type in Dave at the search bar. The show notes will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Dave, thanks again for setting such a great example. MLM Nation is grateful to you. We appreciate you. Thanks again, Dave, for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide.
1: Thanks for having me, and hope, hope to see you down in Australia when you're here next.
0: <laughs> thanks for joining our show today. Wow, was that an awesome training or what? Thanks so much, Dave Nelson. There are so many nuggets there. Even I took off one or two. I love the fact that he's a morning routine person. And, you know, for me, I'm a, I am have a huge, very strict morning routine I do every day. It takes about 45 minutes. And, uh, but what I learned from Dave was if you're having a bad day or something's rough, to redo that morning routine, kind of reset your day. That was probably the biggest takeaway for me. I love that. There were so many other nuggets, too, about how he trains his team, getting the morning routine up and uh, the culture, getting people to the events. So, If you like that training, please go to mlnation.net and search for Dave, Dave Nelson. The show notes will pop right up, scroll to the bottom, and you can contact him on his Facebook page. Also, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes because that's the best way you can keep these awesome trainings coming to your phone automatically. They get downloaded while you sleep. And if you really like the show, you know the best compliment you can give us is to share it to your friends. Let your friends know about it. Share it on social media so that you can also motivate and inspire someone and have a positive impact on someone's life today. The last thing before we go, please leave an honest review for ML Nation Podcast on iTunes. The ratings and reviews are extremely important. I read all of the reviews. Let me know what you liked or don't like about the show because uh, it helped the show get better and also motivates me to keep delivering these trainings for you. So please leave a review. Okay, the link is right on the show notes. So that's our show for today. Thanks again. Thanks to Dave Nelson for being part of MLM Nation. And I'll see you all on the next episode.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to mlmnation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.